we just had this gospel passage, of course, on Sunday, so I'm not going to repeat uh, because, yeah, uh, it, it's always difficult as a preacher to, to come up with something new or different, especially when it's only been three or four days since we've heard that passage. But uh, the one, one point that I didn't highlight as much as I probably should have or could have is the fact that if you read this carefully, you'll realize that Jesus is saying everyone is going to experience pruning. Those that do not bear fruit, he, he cuts away, throws away, where they will be gathered and thrown into, into the fire. And of course, that's an image of hell, Gehenna, and we don't want to be that. But the, the, the branches that remain, the branches that are producing fruit, he prunes so that they produce more fruit. So everyone is going to be pruned. And that might help us uh, towards, uh, I, I know uh, most of us have her heard of the problem with evil, and lots of people, especially uh, the, the new atheists, that, um, which is a, kind of a, a nickname to the, uh, the, the, I also heard them, the, uh, the four horsemen, uh, but there are four in particular uh, atheists that are all the rage that people, young people especially, are reading their, their works and are being turned away from from the faith because of the, the empty philosophical things that they, they present, uh, reasons against God, and one of their greatest is, well, if God is all good, uh, there wouldn't be evil, and if, because there is evil, God is not good. So there mustn't be a God. It's kind of shoddy. But the problem of evil reminds us that um, there is a problem of evil, and God is good. God doesn't cause evil. He doesn't desire evil, but he allows evil because sometimes that evil brings greater good. He can transform what is evil into something that's good. And let, let's uh, play a little game of that. The, this last 14 months or so, we've been dealing with this virus. Uh, people are masked. People are scared. People are terrified. We've uh, the church has said, well, it's dangerous to go to mass and all that stuff. But what's all of that evil? And it is evil. And some privation, privation of something that's been good. What has that brought about? Hopefully, it's brought us to a deeper awareness of the need we need to go to mass. The, the, the desire to see each other, how good it is to see each other smile, or how hard it is to, to hide behind a mask, how hard it is, how difficult it is that, to see and read faces and expressions. Although some people have very expressive eyes, it's very difficult. So maybe that just is a very small example of why God allows evil that he's pruning us, that we can really understand what is the fruit he wants us to bring. The fruits of justice, the fruits of mercy, fruits of peace. We can talk about the fruits of the Holy Spirit, of course. Those are the favorite, favorite fruits of love and self-control and generosity and all those things. The Lord wants all of these. He wants them from all of us. They're the fruits that, that grow in us, but they, if they are present in us, he's going to do whatever it is to grow more. And sometimes that's going to be hard. Sometimes that's, that's going to be uh, painful. It's going to be like a pruner's shear to us. 
And if we don't produce, of course, then we're cut off. But the other thing to remember here is that Jesus telling us to remain in him. I, I lost count of how many times he says remain in this short little passage. Of course, it's all over John's gospel. Remain in me, remain in me, remain in me. And we know that a branch cannot bear fruit unless it remains attached to, that, to the vine. A, a branch of a tree will not bear fruit unless it's, uh, well, I know there's a long process of bringing it to, to root and all those things, but without any roots, it's dead. This morning, the, the children had their little May crowning, and they, I wanted to remind them, nothing says love like decapitated flowers. The, the flowers are dead once you cut them. They're, they're not going to grow again. So we, they have to remain attached to the root. Jesus Christ is the vine. We are the branches. He's the root. We are that, those branches that are to produce fruit. And he's going to do whatever it takes to produce more. He's a good farmer. He's a good tree tender. He's going to do whatever it takes to help us produce. Sometimes it might be painful in the moment, but when we look back and see all the fruits that he has brought out of us, we can be amazed.